are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, a part of the Weird Science family of manga podcast family, not network. Luke Hollywood, what up? Boom. What up, Jim? What up? Whoa. And I have to let everybody know oh. that we won't have as many books this week because Luke Ooh. has work issues. He's got, yeah, got a, a lot of issues. Bad schedule is what's going on. <laughs> We're recording this early. So a lot of the books that we actually talk about aren't out yet. It's not just because of timing issues. We are too hot off the prices. Today, they're just not out yet. We do not have that crystal ball Uh on us right now. But we still end up having six books that we're going to talk about, plus your banger section. And these are pretty decent books here. We're going to end up having one that we're pretty much going to have to decide if we're going to continue. We say that we end up giving chapters three issues, three chapters, books, three chapters. Three strikes. And yeah, we'll we'll see. And when we get to that, we'll we'll talk about that. Maybe next week when we talk about the third chapter, we will even have a vote between me and you (laughs) and maybe other people. I don't know. Maybe we'll get people involved with a live chat. I don't know. But we're going to start off the whole kitten caboodle with what, Luke? Well, we kick things off. We kind of do number eight. Chapter 75, what's the fancy thing it says on the side of the Manga Plus, Jim? This says, nothing but scraps left in their wake. It says on the monster number eight on the Manga Plus. And what happens here, I don't know if you know this, but Bashina and Weapons number 10, they are ripping through everything. And maybe they rip through too much because one of the things in this that I thought they were going to play out a little bit more, Ashina... He's like, all right, high five, we're done. The monsters are dead here. Let's move on. Let's go to the next section, whatnot. And weapons number 10 is like, no, no, I'm still excited. I want to keep killing things. Oh, and he's like, well, there's some monsters outside. We can, oh, no, I don't want to fight that. Let's go and, you know, kill your teammates. Let's kill the humans. And I thought you were going to have more of a battle between those. They just kind of bicker about it. And Mm. it's, it, Plays off as a joke. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, even yes, HQ, I will. Yeah, and even HQ, they're like, man, they're calling them the buddy comedy suit. And we have said that. We actually said that ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it actually plays out well. But I thought that this was going to be bigger than that. Like, oh, my God, he's got to control it because their whole, you know, attack level right now is way up still. They end up being this huge thing. But. You see that weapons number 10 does not care if he possibly goes and kills some humans. So Ashina is going to have to watch out for that. I do like at one point they end up talking crap on Ashina saying, oh, I can't wait till he comes back and starts gloating with that bowl cut. Like All they're going to do is say, you know what? That was great what you did. But really, the true enemy is your barber. Uh, You know, that'll get him. And then he'll kill them, probably. But Uh this is one of those chapters, too, that you jump around different characters. Because now that that has been taken care of at Mm -hmm. the runway and the airport, all that, you end up going to the other squads. And you realize in this book a lot where, oh, man, we haven't seen them in a while. Sometimes names don't click right away. This is me. But you end up, because there's huge six colossal monsters, this almost felt like this should have been more of the focus earlier. 
You know what I mean? Like, Like, this seems like a pretty big deal to be just bringing up now. (laughs) A little bit bigger than just, hey, clear out the airport. All of a sudden, these huge six colossal monsters are there. There's never been any time that this is the case. And we do end up actually seeing Kafka. Finally, we see him a little. And basically, though, he says, all right, let me get it going. Let me kaiju it up. And you end up having Shinonomi say, no, no, no. Last time you did that, number nine was able to, you know, try to subjugate deal and actually knew where you were. So we want to keep that on the side. You're the special attack. You are, you know, this whole deal that we're keeping back in the wings. You're going to be used when we are going to finally kill number nine, which is kind of a shame because it really just either Kafka is going to have to go against that or we're just not going to get Kafka the kaiju number eight for a while so it's kind of a weird play but they i think it's thrown in there just so you know he's still out there he's still doing his things but everybody else it almost feels like what they're doing is everybody else is catching up to kafka with their weapons and and things like that so what are we going to do about these big monsters because there they are they're ripping through you know japan they've never had anything quite like that all of a sudden you end up having, oh, my God, Mina, she says, I'll handle it. But the play is, how can she handle it? She's miles and miles and miles away. She's another hmm. city. What can she do? But boom, all of a sudden, this cannon just blows and goes blowing right through one of these big monsters. And it's the new weapon specialized for Mina Ashiro, the colossal monster rail gun. It's oh. pretty cool. I mean, the art in this is really cool. It's very straightforward. And it does feel like, while it would probably only be about five minutes of, you know, an anime, it does have that feel. It has a cinematic feel in oh, my absolutely. mind. But again, we talked about this before with an anime, Kaiju number eight, you're going to have to rip through like 15 chapters for yeah. one episode. They're really going to have to watch what they're doing because a ton of things don't always happen in, in a chapter, but it's really big, giant action. And the art of this whole canon is really really cool you actually see that she takes down two of these monsters with direct hits and it does look like as she reloads as she's connected that it does take a little bit of toll on her as well she's like sighing and breathing as it goes but again there's there's kavga there he is there she is an almighty colossal i'm like we, we need more. We need more of them. Uh, are we just going like, to play by play now? Like, oh, yeah, she that's shot all, him and, again. In his own book, right? <laughs> and again, I thought that the cool play was going to be with the Sheena weapons number 10, that idea like a Kafka. We said it before. Is he going to be able to control it? And when we see this weapons number it has this crazy bloodlust, I wish we would have dealt a little more with that. Very quick chapter, but what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. Kind of like relocating, getting everything all set up here. And uh, we did enjoy the buddy cop thing. I, I think actually that's mm-hmm. been my favorite chapters we've had in a long while. So it's kind of a little bit back to basics here. It is nice to see Kafka in his own book. You know, it's been <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, it kind of number while. late to his own series. Oh my yes, goodness, that is um, true. And uh, as well with Mina, you know, we haven't seen her in a while, and it's cool to see all these guys in action. I just wish, I just wish we got to see a little bit more of them. So I'm going to go with just a seven point five out of ten. I'm going to go seven point five as well. It's 
It's one of those things. This is a weird book that a lot of times you have to recap the characters to forget, especially even with the scheduling of how it's released. But we'll move on to the next book, which is what, Luke? Well, hot off the presses today on the Mondays, we have the Dan to Dan's chapter 84. Annoying dudes. Hopefully something me and you aren't, Jim. And I hope not. I think maybe we are, actually. I am not <laughs> I'm not so sure. And the, oh, no. the thing about it is I didn't know how early we were going to record and I was worried that Dan to Dan wouldn't be out, yeah, but it is might, out. Here we are. We might have and got you, it. Yeah. You end up with Momo and she's with the Serpoian. And this chapter is very quick. This chapter is one of those chapters that we're not going to think about this chapter <laughs> a month from now. I'm telling you, I love no. this book. But the idea that these other sus alien guys that we had seen, everybody in the cafe turned into them. Then all of a sudden, the sus Serpoian comes in from way, way back at the beginning of the book and Crazy. teams up with, you know, teams up with Momo and says, these are clones. And you end up, we have to change them from being clones to Serpoians by hitting them on either side of their head with irons, clothes irons. Uh And then in the meantime, Spaceman Othello, this crazy Starro looking guy who's in a hyper dimension on the roof, but you can't touch him. He comes in to change him into something else. And it's basically a revolving line of these characters changing back and forth and back and forth to see if we can get them to be Serpoians so that they won't attack Momo. And that's that. I mean, that is pretty much the chapter. And there's a couple funny things in it, but mainly it's funny because Momo has, you know, mouth like a sailor. She starts cursing it up. She's calling them, you know, S-H-I-T heads. Am I allowed to? If we have a non-cursing podcast, are you allowed to spell it out? (laughs) Oh, no. Maybe that's the Cypher Academies. I don't that know. is. We'll be going that. But then also, hey, keep it coming, a-holes. Like, she's using her powers to, you know, have these irons. And you get little situations where, oh, my God, that guy fell on the ground. But an iron comes and hits him. Oh, my God, that guy hit there. That guy hit there. Oh, my God, they're all turning into Serpoians. This is going to be the battle won. Then it's big karate kicks between them. I'm telling you. There's not much to really grab onto this chapter because I don't really care about either of these teams. I want them nope. just to all die. And I want Momo to run off and see how yeah, Okaron's doing in Gigi, Momo especially. The most, and she's getting the back seat here. And I think the fun play is that she's still in her, you know, love cafe maid uniform. So she's, ki- she's kicking butt. At least you get that. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you get sus. Like I said, it's more of a, I don't even know. It's another alien. At first I thought it did look like like a starfish kind of deal, but it's just kind of like a bendy guy on the roof. Then he starts grabbing people. If he oh, touches boy. you, you turn into one of his guys. But then you can, I, I, it's, it's crazy. It really is, really. Uh, I mean, and you end up where everybody's fighting each other. Boom, boom, boom. And then it just ends with, Oh, my God, we got to, you know, go. How about you go off, Momo? We'll take care of these clones and we'll defeat you defeat the big alien guy on the hyper because they can't touch him. She tries to throw a chair at it. It goes right through. But then the Sarpoian, the main guy says, well, your superpowers, your powers could probably hurt him. And then you end. I'm like, all right, that really wasn't a lot. I wanted more of the characters. I wanted more of what I thought had more stakes. 
This is just, I think, to throw Momo in there, but a little bit of a letdown. Uh, what would you give it? I, I thought it was a decent bad design chapter. I mean, I, every week we always say it's just one big action scene. This feels like it would be like two minutes of an anime, and, and it does us for the week. It's not the most satisfying chapter we've ever had. No. It's going on a little too long without us having all our cast together, because it's the Dan to Dan team that is what we really like. And remember, we still have uh, Even If You Slip My Mouth Lady. Yeah, and the time has to have gone past that. Said, and I used the crystal ball. I said that I think that what's going to happen is she's going to actually save the day. Not that she'll mean to do that. It'll just be that she'll come for Momo and just destroy at least bendy guy on the roof. Yeah, I'm just going to go 7.2 for this. Yeah, I'm going 7. I'm just going to flat 7. We'll go to the next book, and this is the book that's on the chopping block. Uh Uh-oh. What is it, Luke? Well, I said we might have been smarty pants with Dan to Dan, but it constantly feels like we're dummies with this book. Uh, no. or maybe we're the dummies because we're still reading. I don't know. It is the oh my. <laughs> second chapter, and you're saying Se- we're dummies for still reading it. Oh my god! Oh, hot up the press. It is Cipher Academy chapter two. Uh, can't solve puzzles on an empty stomach. Very good. Yeah. I guess I always have an empty stomach. Yeah, there's there going to be go. a puzzle <laughs> I'm going to be solving next week. I think when Uh-oh. we decide we're going to continue. I-, I think this is a mid book through and mid. through. Uh, the first chapter we didn't really enjoy, so we were waiting. Okay, let's see if it picks up. We were afraid there's going to be too many puzzles, but not even too many puzzles. Page space, two puzzles. We don't have that. It's not even that. It's just that then you see when you strip out the puzzles that there's really not much of a story Foundation going on just yet. It, it feels like this is just an extension of the first chapter that we still aren't really kicking things in the cliffhanger at the end. That is the most interesting part of it. But these characters, even as you go in, I think that they realize that maybe we don't know the characters. And this is something that I don't normally in my mind, see in manga where you have the, well, here I am, you know, Aroha and I have this mean girl. So you say, even at the point where, you end up reverting to just villain girl throughout, not saying to Shusei's name. It really feels like they're worried that nobody is really paying attention. It really and felt weird. Right. That recap of when he come in, that's what I expect a lot from really poor writers in Western comics, where you spend three pages of, here I am, the Batmans, and I'm going to go into the Gotham cities. Like, we know this. So when you do that, I'm like, all right, we get it. We get it. We have a couple pay. Oh, I got these high tech glasses. I got to go turn these in. I'm going to eat lunch and ends up not knowing Morris code well enough to get the lunch that he wanted. Oh, so I don't know how many people out there went my route where I forgot completely that he was a boy again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> holy crap. It's only been a week and I forgot that. Uh, you do end up having our Kogo, the tech girl who gave the glasses. She's there. She's kind of in the lunchroom. She's maxing and relaxing by spraying there we go. what I would hope would be, I don't know, it could be ketchup, it could be mustard. You gotta, that, that's up indeed. for debate. And that's the thing. It's an American dog. And people dog. were making fun of that. What that is is a corn dog. You can tell at one point. But I will dogs. say, once she starts eating the corn dog and you see it, not much of a dog in that corn. I mean, it's like real little. It threw me off. And I would think that that would be ketchup, especially when we see it later. It's a little darker. I need to 
I put ketchup <laughs> on my corn dogs. Yeah, it's something they need to catch up. They oh, already geez. did three pages of it. Where Where is the mustard? <laughs> so you end up having our main guy, Aroha, wants to return these glasses. Hey, I want to return these glasses. They're cheating glasses. I don't feel right. Uh-oh. By the end, Bukogo says, well, you're actually solving the puzzle. I said this the first chapter. I'm like, yeah, you're getting little hints, but still solving the puzzles, even though you were playing that he can't do any puzzle solving, but still. And in a book like this, I mean, it would annoy me. It would be like me and you. We're going to do the podcast. Hey, Luke, what time are we doing the podcast? And you got to send me a damn riddle. I don't oh. need a riddle. If you want me when to meet you in a room. strikes uh, yeah. two, I'll need a shoe. Hey, uh. What should I do with these glasses? Well, meet me after class. Where should I meet you? Let me give you a, a cipher. I'm like, just no, no. Tell me the room. Just tell me where Jeez. the hell I'm supposed to meet you, please. I mean, the testing is done. Yeah, like, I'm on your team now. Let's go. And so please. the big play here is Toshusei, villain girl, they're trying to avoid, but Toshusei is full out planning the idea that. Oh, you're my master, and now I'm going to kill it. It's so wacky. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. let's get through this because I say we ditch it now. But you end up where <laughs> puts the glasses on in that you have the shoe say the mean girl writing on the back. So back <laughs> message. And just the idea. <laughs> where, when are we getting this? You end up where Rose like, <laughs> I feel something weird. Is somebody writing oh. a message on my back? I'm <laughs> no. like, the hell are you talking about? Is that about? a code or are yeah, you happy really? to see me? Again, this is it. Everything's a code and everybody's happy to see him. There's not one person in the school that seems intrigued that there's a boy there. In fact, you spell out half the people think he's a girl. <laughs> like, is this womp, something womp. or not? So you get this cipher. Aroa is not wearing the glasses, which is called out by Tehose, who says, hey, I thought you couldn't read without the glasses. Oh, Can't crap. Put my glasses glass. on. Now I see this code, but I got to figure it out. M, what does M mean? I guess I got to go to 2B. Bada big, bada boom, Luke. (laughs) I love the idea. Oh, man. I know this puzzle. It's like those slide puzzles that I used to play on my phone. The problem is you can't slide crap when it's on your hand. It's not even that. I like slide puzzles. And it would be kind of a cool play. If you ended up having this and somehow, you know, we had the future that i envision where you would have an interactive thing and if you're on a tablet a puzzle would be there you'd go to the next page and you have to figure out the puzzle to continue then i'd Mm. have a reason to stop reading is what i'm saying because (laughs) i couldn't figure it out but that'd be kind of cool but watching people do puzzles in a book is not any sort of exciting in my mind and just get to the point get to the room he gets to the room there's kogo and kogo says okay did you do the thing I wanted you to do? Oh, yeah. I ended up interviewing all the people in school about why they are here to learn to be the ciphers. You go through this and please, if that is what they think is going to get us on board with all these characters, they're dead wrong. We Except get maybe mummy girl. We like that, right? But you're reading it. You know what the best is? You read this. Oh, there's Raven. You, you got, oh. for some reason, Naruto fan over there, and you got the mummies, right? Where's the wolfman? You got a couple goths. At the end, the best is you go through all this. I'm reading it. I'm, I'm even writing some things down. Oh, and then Kogo goes, Kogo goes, you know what? 
They're all liars. See, you don't even need that stuff. All right. Disregard that last Just imagine me crumpling up the paper and throwing it into the wastebasket. And then when they go to the wastebasket, 800 balls of paper there from this damn book. Oopsie doopsie. You get done that, and basically, we get the oceans. There's too much going on. You end up, we're here to get 50 billion more. That's oh cryptocurrency, that is. And you end up where then? <laughs> Rohan goes, how much is that worth Zero in yen? And I, I think, here Zero. you go. That cryptocurrency is nonsense. Exactly. But then they have to end up doing this roundabout way. Well, this cryptocurrency is pretty stable. All right, it- how stable? Ah, stop asking questions. And by the way, <laughs> if you team up with me and we get all this money, we're going to cut the wars in half. Right. But but you can't stop all the wars. Listen, jerk, I said half. And and you can help me. And then maybe the it'll be a quarter. And then maybe it'll be two thirds. But we'll do it. You're just throwing things. Throwing things at the rat. And if you <laughs> like this book, I apologize because you got to get better taste. Is what I'm telling you. Please oh, no. get it now because this book is a wreck. And then you get the whole deal of we're going to get rid of wars together. I can be good with that. All right, let's go back and see Villain Girl, who ends up really revealing the idea and how this tech is and whatnot is, I'm guessing, because it might be a puzzle itself. It does seem like Aroha is dealing now with Kogo, who was the former tech person at Mean Girl's family's business, but now has Mm. gone here, but looks way too young for that, but has developed this stuff and is actually wanting to increase the wars by by doubling them and is going to trick or <laughs> into it. And I'm Great. like, what is going on? The only thing at the end, I'm like, oh, the good girl's bad. All right, there you go. Because Lays. everything else is just a mess. It's a mess. You're just throwing concept. I mean, the idea of them being at a cipher school and you end up having this former tech person there hiding out even at one point, you can't be in the lunchroom. Villain girl will get you. No, she's really big on classes. So this is when I can come in here. I'm like, you're already like making weird loopholes. And But yeah, you, you get all these characters. You get these concepts. Then on top of it, it's Ocean's Eleven Bank of Heist. Then on top of that, it's that the people get prizes if they're good at school, which we didn't know before. But then on top Crazy. of that, the girl is trying to make more wars. We don't even know. What the hell is going on? I have no idea. What would you give this? <laughs> Not a very it's, high score. Yeah, oh, I told you we're going to end up talking way too long about it because I'm going to get angry. But uh, I'm not even angry. It's just like, what is this? It's a mess. It's a mess. You're just getting concepts thrown at you and you don't yeah. quite get exactly. You're always a step behind. And that in the book that's based on solving puzzles is real problematic. We cannot crack this code. No. You know, when I can't crack the code from page to page, don't give me ciphers. Uh, yeah, what would be your score? Yeah, no, it's not great. Like, it, clearly, there's the author has a really, you know, a great, good idea. I'm really excited to, like, share it. But just throwing it all out at once, overloading it. That splash page with the whole class lineup, some aye books aye are aye. go too slow. This book's going way too fast. So much so that we're getting thrown off here, you know? Bad tech girl Kogo, the real play here is, and spells it out, Naroha is stupid as dirt. 
ends up where, oh, well, why do you like me? Well, you're naive and you ended up trusting me right away. So I need somebody like that because I'm sauce. Right there when she says that, Aroha should just turn around and run. When you're when you're dealing with a book as with a, as complicated a topic as cracking the code and ciphers, you need to have something so like the the main characters. You need to have something solid to grip on here. And we're throwing so many different ideas and so many twists and turns that there's nothing there's nothing to take hold. Uh, I know what my score is. What is yours? Not good. I'm going. I I'm going five point eight out of ten. I'm five point five. That's Ooh. yeah. I I say we're done. We usually give Wrapped three. It up. Here's the thing. I will read next chapter. If somehow this all turns around, makes some sense, gets some more character work, then we will do it. But if not, done. This will I'll be, be it, reading so. it, but I won't be talking about it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And I worry once you get down to a standard chapter page length, yeah. if you throw in too many puzzles, too many characters. It's you're already not gonna have, so busy. You're not going to have any time yet to explain all the stuff mm. that you threw out there. But maybe, maybe that's the plan. Maybe it'll work out. Kind of want to know what's up with Mummy Girl. But even then, it's just a cipher school of a regular deal, and everybody's got there's Raven, there's Hippie Girl, the crazy nonsense. So we're going to go off. I, I doubt it'll end up being on any of your bangers no, deal, but right now we are going to go off. To Luke's bangers. What is up, manga fans? It is your boy, the Hollywood kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. The Weird Science Manga and Anime Family of Podcasts. We are not a network. We are not a syndication. We are not a configuration. We are one big happy family. After Thanksgiving's, and we are getting given. A lot of bangers this week, ladies and gentlemen. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh my goodness. It is a Monday. Tell me why you do like Mondays, ladies and gentlemen. Because we are here. We are doing it live on a Mondays. Because, uh, you know, I got a busy schedule this week. But I had to make sure that the big baggers get discussed as we are one to do here. And especially when we have a full roster of big bangers back at it again. Back on the attack. My hero and Jujutsu Kaisen coming out swinging with two big crispy chapters. A little short, but uh, a little sweet too. Just the way I like it. Bada bing, bada boom. So yeah, let's get down to business. No more chit-chatting. We got things to do, places to be, and bangers to see. Boom. Crispy. Kick things off with My Hero Academia number 374, The Butterfly Effect. Ooh, the fancy terminologies. And we do see the butterfly effect is kicking in right now of me forgetting to read that last page last week. Because, uh-oh, Shirakubo has turned into the evil Kirogiri, the evil cloudy man. And that means big troubles for everybody. Uh, everybody in Japan, pretty much. We do see over in the US of A's, the United States, there be a big cloud on the horizon. Storms brewing, ladies and gentlemen. And we do see Merrill, the weather forecast reporter of the Midnight News. I don't know, do they be doing much weather reports at midnight? I mean, like, not many people would be caring if it's really cloudy. 
And unless you work the night shift, but I don't know. In this hero society, maybe they need 24-hour weather reports. But we do see she is explaining that because there was so much hot stuff going on in Japan, you know, all those fiery boys like Dabi and like Shoto and even dad endeavor with their flame on attacks that basically look i'm no scientist but basically there's been some weather disruptions because of this there's been a convection currents and a heating up atmospheres low pressure systems you know all these all these buzzwords that they say to try to sound smart and really it doesn't make any sense to me but there's an enormous inferno cumulonimbus cloud which is a pretty pretty extreme indeed oh my goodness that doesn't sound good and then so the weather report lady meryl she drops this cloud bomb and then she drops a fact bomb as well she she goes off script here i was very impressed she goes it is the fate of our superpowered society which began with a single glowing baby to descend into utter chaos and everybody's like whoa 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 we need to cut to traffic in a minute meryl where are you going with this one the power of a single man can change the world i stand firmly opposed to the government decision no the world's decision to pander to all for one. And also, there will be slight sunny spells to the northeast. I mean, this is pretty crazy. Like, <laughs> Meryl is going to town here. They have to cut to commercials because she's making big statements. So we see that even though all the action is happening in Japan, the, the world is watching. And Meryl of the weather forecast midnight news, she has an opinion and she wants to voice it out along with the cloudy situation. So it was very cool to see, uh, you know, the outside picture. But we go back into the ground zero, the heat zone, the sauna, if you will, as we have Japan Kamino Ward. This is where Todoroki and Dabi were fighting. And it was getting pretty hot in here indeed. Talk about firepower, says Burden. She's burning up. Oh, jeez. Ida has to grab Shoto and make a quick escape because even with his cooldown ability, this heat is too much. The heat is on for all of them and they need to get out of here because Dabi is burning up. Even though they're siblings, Dabi is the only one that's able to get this hot and stay alive. He is a fiery skeleton right now. It's it's crazy how he's still standing. But even he's thinking that he's reaching his limit soon. And he's annoyed that they ended up getting teleported to all these different places. He was supposed to be fighting dear old dad, Endeavor. And he's thinking the time's ticking. You know, he's not going to be able to burn up for so much longer. So he decides to blast off with his fire jet boots and tries to make it to Endeavor. Everybody's angry. Shoto's angry. The fight wasn't over yet. Where are you going? But then it seems that it is Dabby, fiery boy Dabby's lucky day. He's not going to have to jet fire boot himself over there because what do you know? A big portal opens up and it's going to teleport on him right there, free of charge. Fast travel for the League of Villains is back in action, baby. Hero Gary has joined the party. Bada bing, bada boom. And we do see this is the butterfly effect of President Mike goofing up that rescue operation because now everybody in all the different locations that were doing the fightings, they're all going to see that Kiro Gary is back in the game. We fly over to Sky High Academy, UA High, Midoriya versus All for One. We do see that they're still struggling. Monoma and Aizawa can't close their eyes. They have manual going there for backup, but they're making sure that Big Shiggy doesn't unleash his quirks. And it's Midoriya versus a uh, big 
big uh, chubby shiggy. I don't know what's happening there. But then, uh-oh, uninvited guest appears, as we do see Cloudy Kirogiri and present Mike having problems, and they appear behind the trio of Manuel, Monoma, and Aizawa, and Kirogiri starts throwing shade, talking about the experiences of one's youth can determine the entirety of one's life. The three domigo shade. Oh my goodness. And Aizawa turns around and he is looking like this is a bad situation. And it certainly is. And it's about to get worse because we move over to the Gunga Mountain Village ruins, which is Endeavor versus All for One fighting. And Hawks is there too, representing. And All for One's very happy. The jig is up for these heroes because his plan worked. Iguchi, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle spinner, played his part and was able to get Kirigiri back on action. Back on the program. As we do see portals pop up, Endeavor looking about as happy as Aizawa looked a page ago. And then who pops out of that portal but the burning skeleton man himself, Dabby. Hey, you dad. And I tell you what, hey, that's not a, not a very pleasant thing to see and it gets even worse because who else pops out of the portal but uh oh oh hawks and i'm telling you when i turn this page i just about i just about drop my phone oh my goodness good thing i wasn't on the bus whoa twice back in action and there's two of them oh my goodness double the fun of course as we all know r.i.p in peace Twice is dead. Spoilers for Jim, but I, I doubt he'll be listening to this bit. I, I, he hasn't even met Twice yet, so he hardly knew ye. But we all know Twice. We all love Twice. Twice fanboy nation here. Uh, we absolutely adore Twice. And to see him, not really him, of course, but to see his form back in action here, banger indeed. Now, of course, we know that Twice was killed by Hawks, one of his meany moments. And we do see that All For One is saying that basically, you reap what you sow, buddy. You know, you made it such a priority to kill our boy twice. And in doing so, you broke the heart of a femme fatale who just so happened to have that ability to resurrect twice in a way using her blood quirk that she can change into the peoples and now she can change into the twice and now she's upgraded her ability so that she can use the quirks of those people that she changes into so pretty much twice is back in action we can see that twice is here as toga but if toga can use twice as ability then twice the threat of basically taking over japan the unstoppable clone army that is back on the cards that is the thing that Hawk was most afraid of he had singled twice out as being the biggest threat in all of the league of villains because with his double quirk he was unstoppable if he got his head in the right place if he got sad man's parade up and running he would be unstoppable and i'll tell you what toga's head definitely in the right place in the right place for revenge Oh my goodness, this is the worst thing ever for Hawks. It could not get much worse than this. He's got Crazy Toga with a grudge on his on his feathered behind, and now she is utilizing the one weapon he was most afraid of. It does not get much more dire straits than this. Raise the stakes indeed. And we see straight away, you know, he is going to DEFCON 50 million. Kill them right now. Like, he... <laughs> Uh, hang on, Hogs. Hang on. I thought you were supposed to be a hero now. I know this is a war, but uh, that's a pretty extreme statement to be making. But yeah, he knows the longer you leave twice that ability 
on the field, the worse it's going to be for everybody. So he he has to end them. But no doubt Toge, no doubt Toge, she's thinking the very same thing. She's going to get revenge for her best buddy twice. And this guy Hawks that did it, she is going to get him good. Oh boy, it's all coming together, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Look at that. What a banger. Only 13 pages, but ooh-wee, crispy indeed. Very cool to see the immediate impact of Kiro Giri being back on the field. They said, Kiro Giri is the trump card. And I was thinking, okay, okay, yeah, a couple of portals. What's that going to do? That's going to do a lot. That's going to get everybody back in action. All the split up parties are going to team up again. And there's going to be big, big problems for our heroes here. It's a sticky situation for, you know, you're going to have Dabi going up against Endeavor. You're going to have Kirogiri going up against Aizawa. And you're going to and you're going to have Toga going up against Hawks, which are some delightful matchups. They are going to be some crispy fights indeed as we move into perhaps the second stage of this war and the matchups are already looking crispy oh boy i can't wait to get a front row seat for this for these beatdowns bada bing so yes only 13 pages uh still a very crispy chapter and you know shout out to meryl the weather reporter for speaking her mind live on air that takes guts uh i was very impressed i don't know if she'll be doing the nightly weather report tomorrow night after pulling that stunt but bless up you love to see it absolute queen but yeah there you go a banger chapter short and sweet and even though my hero is on break next week after setting up this amount of craziness i am very much looking forward to what's coming ahead as we move on with this big war and we are going to have some crispy beatdowns indeed you love to see it you also love to see back at it again the jujitsu kaisens on break last week but we are back and we are swinging with chapter 205 stars and oil oh a new challenger approaches with yuki sakumo she is back in action after the gem that is Chozo went all out and was able to get the bean spilled on Stitches. That was what Kenjaku, aka Stitches, aka Ghetto, used when he was fighting Chozo to stop his blood manipulation crazy abilities. And now that she knows this, she is able to get into action. And we're able to learn a little bit more about Yuki in this chapter herself and it is very cool indeed she gets straight down to business she likes the the rough types she likes to chose those but stitches she doesn't like she's gonna have to beat him into next week oh we do get a lot of fighting and a lot of thinking time in this and there's some pages that does just be a lot of dialogue so we might go through this a bit quicker than usual it's still very cool though yuki does have this weird shikigami thing called garuda which is kind of like a weird snake anteater thing that flies around with her and she's going to utilize this shikigami in very unique and interesting ways kenjaku can see that this yuki she is a tough customer indeed he knows she's a special grade sorcerer but they don't spill a lot of beans about the special grade sorcerers back at hq he doesn't know about her curse technique any of her abilities and he couldn't get any of that intel either and he is worried to go up against somebody that is an unknown so he's going to use creepy 
hands attack once again shiggy would probably be pretty jazzed at this look at this big hand action a special grade cursed spirits that uses concept against cursed technique targets at this stage at this stage he might as well just be saying gobbledygook because I, I i read that sentence about three times still doesn't make any sense to me but you know we do our best we do our best and we'll struggle through Basically, he's going to use these crazy special grade cursed spirits to keep his distance from Yuki because he doesn't know what she can do. But distance isn't a problem for Yuki because she's been watching the World Cup. She's going to bend it like Beckham, everybody. She gets Garuda rolled up into a little ball and then she blasts it like we're in blue lock. Like we're in the place where the football Shikigami is the hottest. Oh my goodness. She kicks it. Wham! It goes flying. I'm telling you, back of the net boom right through the crazy hands and this shock stitches uh oh this is serious business and then yuki drops some bombs she says oh so you're too chicken to get close to me and my unknown technique well i'll fill you in it's mass done done massively affected by this she gets right up close punches him into next monday oh my goodness he goes flying that mass ain't no joke she can affect her mass basically she is a a mass machine a concept that targets a cursed technique mass so overwhelming it surpasses anything inside and outside she can give herself virtual mass that she calls her star rage which i'm like okay yeah cool name and all but please i'm already getting confused enough with all the different terminology and now you're just calling it new things i'm gonna have star rage and try to keep up with all these different terms that i have to know but her star rage her virtual mass was able to use was able to transform that shikigami garuda that is flying around with her into a cursed tool she's able to utilize the shikigami spirit like a tool and that's why she was able to kick him like a football i suppose so yeah very interesting indeed even even if it's confusing it's interesting the increased mass doesn't actually affect the sorcerer herself because she's still able to run around speedy gonzalez so clearly this is a big deal this is why she's a special grade sorcerer he's thinking will i be able to take down this beast myself oh my goodness roar just like a lion or a tiger behind her crazy so he's thinking yeah she's a she's a big threat she's a tough customer but you know what? It's the same deal on the other side. Because Yuki, after seeing what Chozo was able to pull off, spill the beans, she can see that Stitches uses gravity. So we have mass versus gravity. I feel like I'm back in, in science class again. And I'll tell you what, not one of my best subjects. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have problems big problems but yeah he uses the gravity he has a lot of curse techniques but one of them is definitely gravity and he probably has another one on top of that she doesn't know so she knows some of his abilities not all of them and she's thinking this is going to be problems and he's thinking she has a pretty good ability with the mass but she probably has an ex domain expansion technique that increases it even further with a high cursed energy output as a trump card so he's worried not only about her cursed technique but also that domain expansion which is always going to be a problem so the two of them are thinking oh geez what a pain we have some tough customers indeed here this is going to be a battle for the ages so she wants him to open his domain she wants to still find out what other abilities he has because when he has that domain open he won't be able to use other cursed techniques or he'll have trouble doing so so basically 
basically, she's going to limit him from using all the unknown abilities that she doesn't know. And she's going to keep on wearing him down until that domain weakened. But no, 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 it's not going to be that easy. Stitches says we both have the cursed techniques pretty strong and it's going to be tricky going up against them. But you haven't opened your domain. Maybe... You lack confidence in a clash of domains. Shade, and then he expands his own domain. Domain expansion, womb profusion, pretty sus tree shows up with a lot of screaming faces and, and naked bodies and ladies. I don't know what's happening here. He is making sus domain expansions. And clearly, this is not good. This timing is off because Yuki shouts Tengen, Stitches looks surprised, and then the big thumb looks very worried as he's thinking, or they're thinking, is there enough time? Question mark. And I'm thinking, just what the heck is going on here, everybody? Oh boy. But yes, indeed, that is the end of the chapter. A pretty, pretty crazy turn of events. Very, very cool to see Yuki finally you know in action and getting to see a bit more of her abilities explained and they get they cut right to the chase you know they don't hang about she is actually the one that reveals it herself her mass ability her star rage power and even using garuda as the tool very very cool indeed it gets a little bit wordy i won't deny it there is a page where at least three quarters of the page is just panels of dialogue not even no faces no backgrounds just talking uh, and it is very confusing it feels a bit like we're back in science class and i'm a dummy gravity versus mass i feel i feel like nasa should be involved somewhere oh jeez. but yeah it's very cool these two are tough customers indeed and to see that both of them are kind of uh, you know oh this is going to be a tough battle that's very cool because up till now nobody has been able to give Kenjaku stitches a run for his money. So Yuki, being the tough customer that she is, it's gonna be a fair matchup here. Very cool. Still, we do not know her domain expansion ability yet, and this womb profusion looks pretty sus. So I don't know. It's still looking tricky, and the big thumb is worried. So we're gonna have problems. But yeah. A very cool Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. This fight with Stitches, Chozo, Yuki, and the Big Thumb continues to be very impressive and shedding a lot of light on some of Jujutsu Kaisen's coolest sorcerers. So I'm very, very happy. Looking forward to more. Maybe I'll start studying science in the meantime to learn what mass and gravity does because I'm still confused. But yeah, there you go. Two big bangers, bad and big. Jordan Sweet, although we weren't Jordan Sweet talking about them. And that much is true. Oh boy, I'm going to have to do a lot of trimming and cutting. But we can get away with it because it's early in the week and Jim's not around and that's when shenanigans happen. Boom, another crispy week. We'll do it all again next week. No My Hero, so we're going to have to find something to fill that gap. But, you know, that's next week's problems. Right now, problems is that we've got to go back to the main show with me from the future and Jim from the future. Oh, my goodness, it's crazy indeed. But, yeah, that is Luke's Big Bangers for this week. We'll do it all again next week. Boom. All right. We are back from the trash talking Luke Hollywood's <laughs> Luke's Boom. bangers. We have three more books. And we're going to start out with a section with what, Luke? Well, to kick things off, we have the Sakamoto Days, Days 97. One blow, Jim. Yeah. Lots of blows. <laughs> One blow indeed. Oh, no. You said to me before we started here, this book takes a hard right into Murder Town. What and the we heck? do. I saw in the 
comments on Manga Plus. Most of the people were more concerned about everybody just going about their daily yeah. routine. While Jeez. the it's not even just people dying. It's the idea of people dying in such over-the-top, fantastical ways, and nobody cares. And we'll get nope. to the one point where me and you were just like, really? This straight-up murder town. Just remember that, murder town. Because what we have is Shishiba going against his former partner and former order member, Yatsumura, who, if you don't remember, is... Amani's dad, Amani, mm-hmm. who blames him for killing the mom, all this stuff wrapped up into one. Lays. But the big play is Yatsumura is going around Japan and just killing everybody, anybody in the order, anybody going. And he ended up saying that he wants to bring down the full order so then his family can look him in the face, his bloodied mm. up, bashed in face. Yeah, it's not going to be a very pretty face. No, Jeez. by the end of this deal, he's, you know, smiling all the time, it seems. But He's been to Glasgow. <laughs> yes, yeah, he, he does. Uh, hello, but yeah, love. you have this back and forth here. Hello, love. And <laughs> he has a background with Shishiba, so he offers Shishiba a deal. You want to come with me and, you know, kill some people. There we go. And he actually explains that why he likes Shishiba there's people in the murdering business, the assassination business. There's some that are just really into killing. There's some afraid, but the people who just don't care are the ones that are the best. They kill and move on. That's Shishiba. He gives them the opportunity. Shishiba says, no, we're in murder town. Let's get to it. Whoa. And then you have even Asaragi, the protege or the Kohai to Shishiba. She shows up as well with her big giant bandsaw. And the fight's on. And that's what most of this chapter is, a big fight. You will notice as you're going through here that Shishiba likes to run around with hammers. He's going to use those to behead two guys, and it's pretty horrific. You also see that with the Yatsumura is a geisha gal slash Cobblepot. It's Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin. Killer. She ends up with her umbrella. That becomes a a machine gun. I mean, it's, it's crazy. All this stuff going on. But what we said about it, there are guys at one point flying through walls into the building in an alley. And the people walking around, they're like, oh, what's that? Oh, okay. Just another day. <laughs> you end up where Osaragi, she gets hit. Goes flying in the air and lands in a rickshaw that with her bandsaw, and the Uh-oh. rickshaw driver goes, "Oh, where to, young lady?" The business is usual. Probably the morgue is where they're going to go. I mean, and she's like that way, and he's like, "All right, hold on tight." I mean, but nothing phases Murder Town. Oh. When you're in Murder Town, not only does it stay in Murder Town because pretty much you're dead and can't leave, but <laughs> nobody cares. They don't really care here. And it is kind of a funny little play as it goes on. I do like at one point when you have the one guy, I swear to God, he had nails and he was throwing them at Shishibo as the hammer and he was going to hammer them back at it. But he just beheads people and they jump up on the roof. Then one guy comes through the roof and hits, you know, Shishibo with this giant barrel. And then he gets away by beheading everyone. It's crazy. And then everything just calms down while he has a little bite. He's at the diner. Munchies at Murder This is the the craziest deal. Everybody's kind of looking. I mean, he is kind of bloodied up, but he's eating the deal. You know, everything that I see street food, at least, is on a stick. 
He's eating that. He John Wicks it where the guy comes over with, hey, can I take your order? He has a paper and a pencil. Pencil turns into a knife. Uh And then Shishiba turns into John Wick and just gets the jugular with the stick. And then almost like you're waiting for him to flip the coin to the other. Hey, keep the change, pal. <laughs> I mean, he just walks out. He Everybody's dead. And even in that, it looks like the knife yells out, drop. That Uh-oh. was pretty cool. Uh, they got talking knives there. And he does. He's like, this should cover it. So at least he does that. And, uh, yeah, thank yeah, you. But everybody's dead. And then you just have Shishiba punch through a wall, ends up ripping the half of the face off of Yatsumura. And then he says, we start with one blow. I should have killed you back then. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, well, break. we'll see. Crazy, right? I mean, a lot of just pure out action. Um, I saw some people even in the comments that people reading this book, talking on Manga Plus, they have lost track of what the hell the story is about. I mean, we kind of get it. You end up having Yatsumura. He's gone against the order. He wants to bring him down. But. That's not why I'm here. You know what I mean? It's like a weird play here. It's like I yeah, go to see sidetracked on the sidetrack here. Like, it, you know, I go to see Star Wars. Next thing I got Jar Jar Binks on the screen. I'm like, what the hell did I pay we for this? go to right? murder town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in murder. I mean, the action straight up Sakamoto days. Oh, yeah. But you might as well just call it now action murder days, not Sakamoto days, because they ain't no Sakamoto in weeks, nope. not just days. Right? I mean, seriously, we haven't seen the guy in a while. And I think that it's getting to even some people in the comments. The idea, I, I didn't sign up to see Shishiba. I like seeing Shishiba like riding in a car when the car gets decapitated and you end up seeing him with all the other people. Like that was fun. Yeah. Right? Oh, not or the spotlight. When things are going bad and at points like Shishiba and Osaragi have shown up, as if they're going to help out, but they kind of don't. But you got that connection with them and Sakamoto, but not just full out them constantly. This is starting to drag a little. I just want a chapter where we get back to things. I still, I'm still sitting here and like, are they still going to be talking to the old gramps about, you know, the whole database and stuff about slur? And are they going to take classes or is that over? The whole school's blowing up and. So I don't know, but what would you give it? Yeah, I'm not going to go crazy high on this. Uh, like we do like Sakamoto days I, a lot. I, I like it say, a lot. Yeah, like it's like it's like Dan to Dan. You know, when it does action, the action is always on point. But me and you, we're not in it just for the action. We're in it for the characters. And we do like Sakamoto days characters a lot, you know. But this is getting an anime adaptation, you know. So like, but like, what are you going to do with an episode like this? You know, we are on side side hustle here. I'm looking back. I just wanted to go see where I could find where you had, like, say, Lou, who I really like. And I'm already back. At least 20 chapters, 30 chapters. We're at chapter 97, and I'm back to chapter 84, and there's no no even sign of them. When's the last time we saw the the kid or the mom? Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm looking. It's really, it's like 20-some chapters since we ended up seeing the full cast. Lou has been left in the dust. You end up having a lot of that. Uh, but, yeah, what would be your score? Yeah, I'm not going to go too high. And I'll probably keep on going lower uh, as we continue to go off track here. I'm not really liking this direction. I'm going to go 7.2. Yeah, I'm a 6.5. I'm starting Ooh. to get I, I'm oh. starting to get a little down 
on Uh-oh. some of these meanderings and side stories. Meanderings. So, yeah, so we'll go to the next book, which is what, Luke? Well, the next book, uh, we don't mind if meanders because we are that's always kind of what it does, right? We, that's a, you know, that's what you well, do with the Rango business. If, if you're going to meander, you might as well meander with the main character. I but mean, at least you got that, right? What true. is it, Luke? We have the Akani uh, Banashi's Chapter 40, The Image of Greatness. Ooh. Yep. There's a lot of quick chapters this week, and this is really quick. You have Master Aurora, the idol lady. She's going to do her Rakugo, and you end up having a Connie. She wants to see it. She wants to see what it's all about. And then we get more lessons, more terms again. This is something that, you know, we've said. It kind of ends up not being our favorite thing where we're always getting terms, terms, characters, whatnot. But at least you end up having some things we are told, which we kind of thought at one point. Now, I kind of got away from it when we finally saw Aurora being this huge, you know, Rakagoka, where women weren't allowed to do Rakago at one point. And this shocks Connie. And it isn't even that long ago, because when it's being presented to her uh, by Hasho, you end up where he says Aurora had to go through that. So this wasn't, you know, 200 years ago no they say that she had to kind of fight past that she's a trailblazer she is and in that though she's going to perform that deal they didn't really push it as much this time of this is something that they didn't perform before it's brand new we still don't know what Akani's going to be doing so you end up where all this going down and you know you end up having this story this rock ago story about i put it's about uh, having picky hookers Back in the day in the red Uh-oh. light district, basically it's these sad sacks. They even called the one guy these sad sacks that go to get, you know, lady of the night. Right? The not bodies, a vampire, lady of the night, not the a wolf man. man. But back in Uh-oh. the day, that was something where they could like, I don't like the looks of you, smelly pants. Get out of here. And, wah, wah. and you end up having what they're going to do is this woman versus man deal of, you know, hey, I, I'm going to pay you. This is the whole play of this rock ago deal and you really just set up the play i love the idea where you end up having aurora go out she sits there and everybody's like they're talking and murmuring and then she ends up giving them the look and then i swear she says like hey this ain't no pop concert right she says it she goes you all got you all got carried away this isn't a pop concert and then you have this whole show Man, she calmed the crowd down without even saying anything. No, no, she, she said stuff. She said some things there and really threw it at them because <laughs> they're there. And I think that maybe the play with her, though, remember what she said when she was going out. She said, watch me. I'm a self-centered bee and I'm going to show you Indeed. how great it is and goes out. But I think that maybe she might be a little upset. Maybe like the Beatles. I'll take it back to the Beatles, Luke. Old people's musical. Old the people idea music? that. They got fed up where they went out and all these girls are screaming and yelling so much. Nobody heard their music. And I think that she might be thinking they don't really care about my rock ago. They're all in a buzz about just me, whatever. Maybe that's getting on her nerves. But she starts telling the story. You start smelling the the smells and you end up seeing the thing like we have done all along. Uh, and, And I love the idea that the what I called the story about picky hookers is actually called fetching tea. 
And they're going to go into it. And, you know, we get what we want, but really it's to show how much she's transformed, even to the point where I thought it's one of the best things that they've shown, where she's like smoking one of those cigarettes on the long sticks, you know, like oh. you're fancy, like again, like you're the penguin. And she doesn't really have it. There's no props allowed. But then when you go back to seeing her without it, like you pull out, she's still blowing the smoke. Like, oh, oh my God, it made it come to life. The end. The real deal. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's all it really is, is to show that Akani is mesmerized with her because she is the Ukenban. Oh, Whoa. my God. She's an idol. This is the greatest thing. This is her at her best. I'm going to go. Very quick chapter. Not go. really much going on like we you what we usually have. It has come down. No, it's nice change. Akani messing something up. Somebody hating her. Somebody coming in and saying, I'm not going to teach you. And this is a nice little settle down. And she is kind of learning from this yeah. experience. I love the idea, too, where she says to herself, like, here you go. One of the best of the best, it seems right now. She's the hot item. This is where it's the hottest. And, oh, man, Whoa. she calmed down the crowd. And then Akani, just like me, when I was doing the cup <laughs> tournament. Where do you get off? <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, just oh, like you, you, huh? This is the <laughs> attitude that's gotten you in hot water, Akani. You stop it. But, yeah, I, I love when she's like, oh, man, I know all this. But then I think it was to play the idea, oh, you really know what you're talking you about. You don't know nothing yet, Yeah, busy. yeah. And, and, again, you see where a lot of people were, you know, really bad with the the women, and yet our big villain, he was good with the ladies, even though oh. he didn't like the ladies, but he allowed the ladies. You have a lot of stuff going right. on. But it's overall just kind of one of those chapters that's going to progress us into this deal with the Connie being very, you know, really into and maybe become really, really into this Aurora to maybe find mm -hmm. out some new things. And I think that they will end up, you know, she'll end up being a mentor at some point, obviously. Oh, yeah. But what would you give this? Yeah, a decent chapter. And not a lot happened. If you remember last week, we ended on like, oh, get ready to watch a show. And then we end this week on get ready to watch a show. Like, <laughs> you know. But we like it, right? You know, yeah. You know, like, I'm still sad. Like, not much happens, but I'm still satisfied. You know, and you're always you're always satisfied every time with a canny. And you like, hear my hot take, Luke? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I, I kind of need something big to happen in this. <laughs> it's starting to get bored. I am oh. not quite bored, but I can sense that that is a coming. Because when yeah. I read it, like, at one point, even with a book that we said, we don't know Rockago really from our back of our butts, right? No. Though maybe that's a good thing. But you maybe. end up, by the end, I always liked the character moments. And, and Akani was always that spunky girl. Oh, man, she's battling it out. We've come to the point where I'm starting to, I, I still love Akani, but not as much as I did. Yeah. It feels like she's taking the back seat. And, and I don't like a lot of her attitude. <laughs> the rock ago is starting to get more and more. Like at first it was 80% Akani, 20% yeah. rock ago. And then it kind of evened out. Of stuff, but now it's, it, it's tilted the rock ago way. And I, I want more Akani. And I think it's that full tilt. I'll tell you what, what it did to me. I know what when it happened. When she ended up at this, you know, where the Raka goes the hottest, where she's oh. backstage doing her, you know, stuff helping out. We got out of that for her only to get sent back. And that was weird mm. to me. We didn't yeah. have the this book We're was good with changing up the scenery, mm -hmm. changing up the, you know, set pieces where they are. And so when you learn something, you're learning it at a new level 
place. Oh, that's cool. And it seems fresh then. Double backing to this and, you know, having I think that that might have been a misplay. But I hope that it does lead then to her then going off to Aurora, which will be fun because, remember, Aurora's assistant already kind of a little jealous maybe. You Mm -hmm. also end up where everybody's running after Aurora like she is the Beatles. So that might be fun to see that. Like that, that might pick it up, but going back to, you know, where it's the hottest, I, I didn't really need it. But again, you go. I, I just wanted to, I wanted to have a hot take this week too, like you did. Uh, well, yeah. Well, if you, you want to hear my hot take, Jim, when we really were loving this book, it was back in the Karakan Cup, aka the, the, you know, the Rack and Go Olympics, I suppose. It was kind of like the, the it was UA the Sports, sports Fest. fest you That's know? what it was. It was the That's Rack and Go Sports Fest. But you, you we were, learned characters, right? Yeah. You were getting the characters, but you still had a Kane in charge, and you still had stakes going. For the last couple of chapters, okay, Akane did goof it up with, you know, the master there, and now she's kind of feeling the uh, repercussions of that. But the stakes right now are... Just pay attention to the show and watch the masters do it. It's not really as exciting as it once was. Uh, and while it is cool to see all these new masters at work, I'm here for it. This is the Kani Banashi. I'm here for a Kani in action. And like you said, a Kani's taking the back seat. She's not as fun as she was. So I'm kind of like, I'm liking all these masters, but I'm missing our protagonist getting the full spotlight here. Um, and as it continues, I think you're right. It was a misplay to go back here. We already covered that. I thought it had wrapped up quite nicely with all the like that little cast, the, the backstage crew. I thought that was real solid. It's not the same now. Uh, and I think we're dragging our feet a little. I still like it, though. I still like Akani, and I still want to see what's going on. I just need something to change up a bit to yeah. get that spark back. I think after we see like Aurora handle business here, uh, I think maybe it's time to... Maybe we go off with her. We switch up the game because she already seems like a bit of a rebel in the rap. And, and that world. would be interesting, right? Yeah. What is your score? I'm going to go solid 7.8 for could yeah. be better. I'm going seven. I, I, oh. I need some things to start picking up. Maybe it's the end of the year blues. So we'll move on to the last book of the night. And it is a book that we were worried about. Oh. We were, I like it. It's just that we were worried it was going to be depressing. Then it started out like, oh, man, this is not. Oh, it's depressing. Oh, whoopsies. What is it? (laughs) Yeah, it it was from, oh, this is pretty good. Oh, depression. And maybe it's something more this time because we do have to wrap things up. The Itchy Nose Family's Deadly Sins, Chapter 3. Uh, uh, Subasa's everyday life. There we go. Yeah, Subasa's everyday life. life. Oh, smelly milk guy. Now, the funny play <laughs> is it's the Itchy Nose family's deadly sins. We're really oh. we're really going with Subasa here. But just, just think of the title. I mean, they've done something bad. And maybe this is we're seeing karma. Maybe we're seeing that they're getting a chance to redeem themselves. I don't know. I'm waiting for it to get really like supernatural involved too, because of what we don't know, what we do know, but once we get back and oh my god, Subasi so happy he's gonna go to school and we already saw he's being bullied. Uh-oh. Now what we get in this, I'm thinking, okay, now what will we get to depress me more? Because little kids getting bullied is one of the most heartbreaking things in the world to me. So I get to see that. So what what do I get? The kid that I feel bad about, he becomes the bully in this, Great. and I'm not so sure he wasn't before as we go through this. 
And if that's the case, then I'm like, what am I reading? Though I still like it. And I think it's good. Oh. And I think that it does what it's supposed to do, where you're a roller coaster ride of emotions. You get angry at times. And yeah, seeing him being bullied is not fun. But he had come back to school. They don't have their memories. And they're trying to jog their memories with, you know, doing their regular walk a day Joe and Jane stuff, which is going to school go. and being bullied. But do you notice that the bullying done by, you know, these guys, this. It, Especially Nakajima, the main bully boy, who I will point out that they make him look cute. So it's it's kind of a weird play. And everybody else, like nobody looks like the mean, sus bully boys you usually get. But there's a problem. If you come in too close with the angle, with the camera angle, you cannot tell the difference. Once that band, and I, that's why I think he still has that stupid thing on his head that you can't figure out, but it's a bandage. The now bandage. it's full of just spoiled milk so you would think he'd take it off but i think it's only there so you can tell the difference between subasa yeah. and nakajima because when you get real clue. close everybody's crying if they're not laughing they're crying if they're crying i'm dying the end Indeed. up where everybody's mean and they're like hey i mean it gets to the point where it, really the villain of this all is the lack of any sort of adult supervision i mean why is <laughs> these the kids are little dude like this every day this be happening like it's not like subtle the whole class this isn't is me like i'm gonna around. bully you where we're sitting there and i'm like i'm gonna kill you at the class like, <laughs> and you're like what yeah. what's gonna like they are putting on a performance here they are all going to tokyo underworld like, is, is what the they're doing right coming in and going not my problem clocking out <laughs> i mean yeah they checked out time for pilates class Oh, uh, don't mind me. I'm making the Subasa idiot shirt. Like, they're getting involved. Now, what does the gym teacher do? Be like, hey, that's not school regulation. Yeah, really. That's not a school uniform. What, he got a pledge pin on that? You end Louise. up where they're yelling in the middle of class. They also, at points like last, I didn't even say it last time. <laughs> the idea that they probably have to sign up to get that classroom after school hours to have the sus bully birthday welcome back party. <laughs> like, really? Like, who oh, yeah. is watching them? After school club shenanigans. Maybe you know? that's the play. Maybe that's the deadly sin all in all. He's uh -oh. at, but they are, he's just bullied. So, but they're in the middle. Hey, hey, Subasa, we left some notes on, on your math book. And it's like, Jai, you SOB. I mean, it's not, it's not subtle at all. Oh. And he's upset. Oh, my. But again, Here's my point. Here's my little hot take. This isn't jogging any memories. He isn't. And I think we're getting away from the idea that they keep saying, if we go to school and get ready for our walk a day lives, as I said, it'll jog memories. It's not jogging anything. This bullying by these people is not doing anything. But there's a weird play in this that I think there's kind of layers. But I don't get everybody in the school. I mean, is the school legit, no joke, called bully school? Baby, it's the place where bullying is hottest. You're happy that the target's not on you, but these others go so... Like, they are demented. Yeah, like where is the one kids. person in the school that comes up to Sabasa and says, hey, are you okay? Yeah. You know, hey, you know, even if it's like looking around, nobody's around. All right. Hey, Subasa, you know what's weird? You used to do this, this, and this before. He has no clue. Nobody will tell him what he used to do. Not even no. teachers. Why don't they have, a, 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 you know, the, the psych 
guy, you know, or a doctor. Walk them through the class and maybe reacquaint them with things. Oh, yeah. this is this room. Here's your pencil case. Here's this picture in the yearbook of when you were doing those balloon animals and they shoved them right up your butt. I don't know. Right. But where is this? They're just throwing him to the wolves. Deep end. They all should be fired. And not even that. Arrested. Executed. <laughs> I'll keep going. Tokyo Underworld. You end up where Nakajima. Now I got to settle down. Nakajima is just, he's so <laughs> over the top. But all Subasa wants to know is, why am I being bullied? Is this, we saw when he remembered and he went home after the first day of class and started writing Die again. So he's like, what's going on? And you see that Nakajima's kicked this book. I, I didn't even get it exactly that it's, it's Subasa's book mm. to deal, but I think it might be. They don't really spell, but he kicks it because, boy, you're great at soccer. Oh my. That is the tell in my mind. You have to push this because we really don't know anything. You're doing too much bullying. So then you end up where finally Subasa steps up. And this is where you kind of get this weird of, is this Subasa or Nakajima? It's hard to tell, whatever. But he says, huh, I'm sorry. Nakajima, if I did something to you that I don't remember, I'm sorry. So please. And in that looks like a flashback. And that, to me, looks like Nakajima, because he's wearing a little soccer uniform. We spelled mm-hmm. out the soccer. It looks like him. He's crying as if he's being bullied, possibly oh. by Subasa, because you see Subasa, and ends up where sparkles are going, all like electricity, as if that's the first time thinking of this, of saying, did I do anything to you before? Wait a minute. That's jogging a memory. And the memory is maybe that Subasa was the bully. But then he says, huh, it's not that. And then, you know, shakes it off. But there's something there. That's the first time it looks like he's remembering anything. And he shakes it off. And then throughout this, then we get right away, sus boy at home that doesn't look like it's in the now, but it looks like there's like another version that might be controlling. Uh I don't know. Things are wacky. But you end up at that point, not the Jima might be like yeah you used to bully me or somebody else what he doesn't remember you used to nobody is any the wiser of anything and then you get nakajima boom you disgust me subasa and then you just get right back to it and so i don't know if what was said like i said at points nakajima and subasa look very much alike so i'm not sure but that's what it looks like was happening but why is the other school so then you start to wonder is this going to be like This book, legitimately, and I don't think you'll say any different. Next Mm. chapter, this book could take a 180 to just, you know, murder town. Or it could take a 180 to, like, what would happen if we find out that this whole school is not even really a school when it's part of this? Or it's being demonically possessed? Like, anything can happen. He could wake up at the hospital, probably, though. Anything can happen. Any of that can happen. And I think that the play here i need to see the rest of the family what they're doing mm-hmm. and what their problems might be and if it's the same and and i think that this is like this weird play of this family was the worst of the worst and you end up so where spammy. they almost were given a fresh start but you almost see and that's the play here that's the weird play because as this is going on and all this stuff and oh my god i think i remember something pushed that away then seeing back in the room where I mean, the, this 
Subasa back in the room seems very more emo, seems even a little older, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But so then Subasa thinks back and it's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna bully you now, and just starts yelling, and you get, you know, hey D head, you're oh, disgusting. No. You're the worst shorty. Look at your hoodie. And he starts going to town. Hoodie. And then he ends up where you have him almost pull out of it and like, wait a minute. That's not what I do, or is it? And runs off. He's all upset. You end up having, you know, Nakajima upset. I like where all this, I'm telling you, bullying of pouring rotten sour milk on somebody. You threw trash on him, all last issue. You end up beating him up, all that. And the minute that Tsubasa steps up and says, hey, shorty, I don't like your hoodie. Nakajima's like, whoa, whoa, pal. Don't get that crazy. crazy. I'm like, no, you're lucky he's not beating the crap out of you. Uh, but it's all going down, and then it's so weird. He goes home, but then the next day he thinks, I stepped up to the bully. Everybody's going to calm down. I can go in and say to Nakajima, listen, I didn't really mean that. Let's be friends. What happened? What not? The, the whole school is completely turned on Nakajima. Now he's being bullied and beat up Twisted. because of all that. And, hey, they posted that fight you had online. Everybody thinks it's great. I think this is sus school. I think this school, there's something wrong. They're, they're playing up like, oh, the bullying is bad. But I'm telling you, this school is demented. Everybody is in on it. Is it? Did they, you know, move the headstones, but they left the bodies? I don't know. Some This is on a hell mouth. That's Jeez, causing Lewis. nonsense. I really think there's something to that. Because this school completely, they won 80. And now it's just, and it's more than the, I don't want to be the target. Like, there's not one person who steps aside and says, we got to get it. I'm waiting for that person. Or even, like, somebody looking away. Like, everybody's got their phones out. Everybody's loving this. I'm waiting for Doc Brown to show up and say, come with me. It's your kids, Marty. I'm waiting for one kid who steps aside and says, do you notice something's wrong here? Come with me. And, you know, we find, because... It's bad. <laughs> it's it, it has to be something. And then even when you go back to die room and oh. you get the really sus looking, you know, I'm like, I don't I don't know what's going on, but it's not fun because even no. at the one point you end up and that's where I'm saying you have Nakajima who's like, oh, man, please. You know, I didn't mean it. Why do you stop bullying me? Why don't we stop? And you do have a crying. I mean, look. Look at Subasa. The guy's been crying all night. He can't even keep his eyes open. He's cutting onions. He goes, but Nakajima, I, and I, he's about to say, like, I, I don't hate you. I'm I sorry. Wanna I want to be your friend. Boom. Right back to the cold stare so from Guy Room. And then, boom, he says, no, you're the worst with a glint in his eye. You, you are the worst. Bow down and lick the floor. What? Like, and then ends up going, wait, what? That's not the sort of thing I'd say to somebody. And now he's confused. But then you see Sus Boy back in Die Room. Uh, something is up. <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening? It, it's it's so sad, the whole thing. And so when any sort of theory that I could come up with, even if it's, you know, oh, possession, all oh, the schools, this, oh, whatever. That don't make it any less sad. It, no. it really is one of those that I think that we're going to get really a miserable book like Takapi, who they did Takapi. And I've been told that that got better by the end, except by not. you who said it did not. And it's always sad. <laughs> so 
I think that this is one of those where we're kind of getting that miserable deal, which is Ooh. never my thing. No. But I'm interested to see what is going on here. And I think that now that we've seen, you know, three chapters, we had the cool first chapter where hey, mm-hmm. we don't remember. And, hey, we're we're getting along as a family until they went home and saw die room. We don't Problems. know what the other family members saw in their rooms. But I want to see that. And I want to see the others. But even so, you went from that to straight up. I remember you messaged me. Oh, get this. Subasa was bullied and we're like here we go and then we get another chapter of bullying then he's the bully you need to give us something more i can't just sit here through books of bullying 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 i think that next chapter hopefully shows maybe the little sister what she's doing at school maybe the mom or dad at work maybe the grandparents something because i think at this point it would be a cool play to to go away from Subasa for a little, that's the cliffhanger of why is he acting like that? And let's see some other one. I can't go for more bullying. If, if we get another chapter where it's just Subasa, then, hey, you get the spoiled milk. I think I'll be done. And so I hope it's not that because I am interested in the overall like mystery of this. But how about you? I'm going to go with a hot take, Jim. Uh, I am in- enjoying this. And uh, you know, I, I was the biggest to Kopi hater around. I despise that book. I'm enjoying this more so far because you know why? It's still grim. It's still depressing as I'll get out. But this book is keeping me on my toes, Jim. Because in chapter one, chapter one. Is that one, your hot take? That's your hot take? <laughs> Listen, chapter one, we had, you know, happy families, then not so happy. Chapter two, we thought, oh, yeah, we know this tune. You know, this is a uh, bully, bully book, you know. Now uh, you like exactly. the twist? But chapter three, out of left field, no, we're in a demented hell where everybody's the bully. And I'm like, you're. we're saying there's got to be something more going on here. There's got to be something more going on with the family. If nothing else, I'm intrigued because it seems like there's more going on than just the bullying. With Takopi, that's when we hit the limit. It was just bullying and it just got worse and worse and worse but with this yeah it's still bullying but i mean there's something even more twisted going on underneath the surface so i'm i'm impressed let's see if that's a hot take right i'm impressed with how uh, how twisted it's gonna be it it was toxic (laughs) fandom you're not a hot take so yeah we'll have to see we'll have to see how it goes so your score is going to be pretty high uh, no, well, like, I think you're I, pretty high. I, I uh, maybe. Uh, I, I, still, <laughs> I still don't like the bullying. Like, uh, you know, we like our happy school shenanigans. So the the concept of this book being so dark and depressing, I'm not crazy about. But the idea that it's going to be something more and something darker, uh, I'm intrigued. Maybe it's curiosity killed the cat, but I'm intrigued with how depraved it could be. Uh, so I'm going to go <laughs> uh, seven point two. Okay, uh, I'm I'm actually a little higher than you. I'm a seven five. Okay. I, I still am in the mystery. I just I I can't take every every chapter being just bullying, 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 and then oh man, that might be this or that. I kind of and I don't even need to see the overall mystery solved because we have all of those family members. Mm-hmm. I want to see maybe you get this play where while this is the worst thing ever uh, going on here for Subasa. Maybe the mom's having the greatest time ever. Maybe the dad has just got a promotion because, you know, oh, man, you do that. I want to see if there's any difference between the rest of the family. If we keep going to the family members and they're all just like 
everything's the worst, but Office from they do hell. have their deadly sins. Did they end up, se- like, did they sell their soul? Did they, I don't know. I don't know what twisted, messed up reality this book is in, but I certainly do not want to be a part of it. The teachers are MIA. I mean, they're nowhere to be found, yeah, right? Yeah, no, because they're bullying each other in the staff well, room. Yeah, really, probably. I mean, no, they're probably watching the video of the surveillance and laughing. Look at that guy. Oh, my goodness. And and is anybody else being bullied? Because it seems like the whole class is gathered around watching first Tsubasa get bullied, then Nakajima. But also writing die, die, die all over. And the point where now it's off that wall going on to the other wall in the ceiling. Where are the mom and dad? I know that they had keys, so you couldn't really get in the rooms. But do they understand or know? Subat, like, everybody has failed here. There's It's like... Not the no child left behind. Everybody's left Every behind. Child. I don't even know what's going on. And, and are we going to get to class or is this actually the lessons? <laughs> the lesson for the day. Well, this is how you, you shove their heads in the toilets and right. then you flush it and then you get it up and then put them back in. There you go, kids. Now let's practice. I, what are they doing in this school? It's crazy. <laughs> but there and, and like we love where we have like, oh, there's, you know, the, the main you know, villain kid and his bully boys. Like we laugh about that. We did. Yeah. Spy Family is the perfect example. But if if you brought the Spy Family kids into this world, like they they would be demolished. My normal bully boys are just like, yeah, boss, you give it to them like that. You know what I mean? They're yes men that they're a little sus. But this is the whole class. Like the, even even like uh, Mikiva, if you brought the the biggest villains and showed a jump into this world, they'd be no. This is too mean. Yeah, they leave. Too, like I want to get out of here. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah, you, you end up having like Mahito and yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen. He shows this. up. This guy's transmorphing souls and killing people. He's like, this is too dark for me. I, I was need made out. out of people's hate. And even I think this is the too gun much. Gun Devil <laughs> shows up from Chainsaw Man. It's like, nope. Shake I'm my out. head. I am out. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but I'm a little, you know, higher than you. I, st- oh. I still like it. I just, I need it to give me a, a little glimpse. Like, even if this ended with, hey, you know, what are you going to do? And he's like, you know what? I don't forgive you. You should. No, no, no. That's not me. Let's be friends. And I'd be like, all right, maybe it gets sus again later. I know that's not the concept, but give give us a win. Make Please. me happy to be alive for a second when I'm reading your books. Because that Tacopi, I had to bail. It was so yep. miserable Too right grim. away that I, I couldn't take it. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here for the fun. Jimmy just want to have fun. <laughs> Jimmy don't want to have just misery and, and sit there and sit there like, well, I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you, oh Yesterday's my. Bill. And I'm sitting there and he's like, hey, shorty, nice hoodie. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is well, going yeah, on here? he threw shade on the hoodie, Jim's I'm like, and said like shorty, I'm like, what's going on? Seriously, a nice Uh-oh. hoodie. And then later they go, come back, man, that stuff you said about the hoodie was all, what? What's next, wrong with the hoodie? Next chapter, they bring in a mirror and they point it at you and say, look at this loser. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, uh, wow. Here's who you're going to take to the prom. Oh, man, I'm taking a mirror to the prom. Oh, Oh, goodness gracious. I I can't see, though. So I'll be like, man, pretty good looking dude there. Oh, it's me. All right. I'll take myself. I'd save money. That's for sure. I'm a cheap. I don't know if I'm I'm more of a needy guy or a, a cheap guy. I think I'm more cheap. So I'd be like, that's a win. That is good stuff. But that is it. I don't know that I have a, a, a gem of the week. 
I, uh, I don't know I, that I tricky. do. Um, actually, I'm going to give it. It's a weird one because it wasn't really that much of a gem. Maybe a tie. I'm going to give mine to Mina with her big gun. I mean, I'm telling you, there wasn't a lot to choose from. And no. also, the Serpoian who teams oh. up with Momo and Dandadam. Boom. What are you going to give? I'm going to uh, I'm going to be a bit cheeky and I'm going to use uh gem of the week from my you, big You say section. you're going to be cheeky. The last 4 weeks you've done that. It's not <laughs> cheeky anymore. Yeah, It'd be um, cheeky if you pick something that me and you talked about. Dems to breaks. But I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Meryl from the Midnight News Weather Forecast. Oh, for, Meryl. For speaking her mind, Zero. Jim. Point zero. I'll Indeed. have to listen to oh Meryl. You better listen to that shit. Yeah, I'm sure. Please go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga. Get early access to a bunch of shows, probably even at points, because I don't know. Maybe we'll like this idea. We can't do it too soon, the weekly show, because some of the books do come out on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that kind of screws us. But I don't mind getting it done. A little earlier, oh. a little looser. We, it went way too long again. Loosey-goosey. I don't know what happened, but it's because we were having fun. So I hope people enjoyed us losing our minds at points. So all that. Also, check out all the show notes we have, all of our reading clubs, our Manga Monday show where we're hot off the presses right now. I have a bunch of sus books there, too. So with all of that said and done, and that's kind of the way I'll just point out something seriously more. Uh, that's where we started off, say, Cypher Academy and even Itchy Nose Family in their Deadly Sins. That's we started out as a Manga Monday hot off the press show. So if you want to hear us talk from the get go, check that out as well. But thanks, everybody. Thank you, Luke. You jerk. And we will all talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.